If you want to get married, you got a date, you got a date. Welcome to the LDS Dating Podcast. We have a special definitions episode today. We're going to be talking about a few definitions that you should know when you're dating and that a lot of people don't. All right, so the theme of this definitions episode is chastity. Dun, dun, dun. The dreaded topic. <laughs> I don't know why no one likes talking about the law of chastity. Because it's awkward. It's not awkward, though. <laughs> I don't understand why it's awkward. I never thought it was awkward that I can remember anyway. I can't remember as a, as a youth even talking about it probably because teachers just skim over it but anyway i feel like when people think chastity they think don't before marriage and do after marriage but there's way more to it than that don't what (laughs) (laughs) have sexual relations with anyone Except for your spouse that you don't have before marriage and you do have after marriage. See, it's not awkward. I can say it. (laughs) Anyway, the way I define chastity, and I actually got this from a professor at BYU. I thought, oh, that is is what everyone should think of because it makes it so much more sacred sounding than don't and then do. He said, chastity is aligning your sexual will with God's plan for sexuality. So it's not just a list of the things you can do and the things you can't do and how far you can go when, but it's thinking of what Heavenly Father has given us as a sacred thing to be able to show affection to our spouse That's the purpose of it. And then another purpose is to be able to create bodies for other children of God to be able to come to this earth. And if you think of it in that frame of mind, it is a very sacred thing and it shouldn't be hard to talk about. And it should be easier to align what you're doing with God's plan for chastity in your life. And I feel like no one even talks about the law of chastity after you're married, but there's still that aspect that you should be aligning your behaviors, your intimate behaviors in marriage with what God would deem a sacred use of sexuality. So there's that. The definition of chastity, aligning your sexual will with God's plan for sexuality. Okay, um, I remember... When I was a youth, I actually did not know what they were talking about in these lessons for the law of chastity when they would say, like, no passionate kissing and no necking. I was like, I don't really know what that means. What are those words? So I did my research and I found out necking is making out, period. That's just what they called it way back when. So that's what the general authorities called it in the law of chastity talks that are always referenced in that youth lesson. So necking equals making out. I'm pretty sure the words in the strength of youth pamphlet are no necking. I think that's that's the phrase they say. So no making out before marriage. It sounds like a hard rule because everyone's always making out 
at BYU, they have this acronym that's NICMO, N-C-M-O, non-committal makeout. That equals breaking the law of chastity. Fact. Calling you out, BYU peeps. If you're NICMOing around, then you are necking, which is against the rules. Or the law of chastity, in other words. So no necking. And basically, I feel like the same thing as that is passionate kissing. I was always like, what equals passionate kissing? Essentially, I remember one bishop's wife I had was teaching a marriage prep class or something. And she said, if you can't kiss your grandma in that way, then you shouldn't kiss anyone else that way. It's a passionate kiss. If it's French kissing, if it's lengthy, if it's arousing, that equals passionate. I think basically passion equals arousal. So if the kiss is arousal, then it's passionate. Definitely no French kissing. That definitely counts as passionate kissing. And I think someone, one of my roommates said she had a rule that if the kiss lasted more than five seconds, five seconds is a long time when you're actually kissing. But she she actually made like a second limit on herself that she would stop kissing after five seconds. That way it wouldn't be passionate. That doesn't necessarily work if you make it a five-second French kiss because <laughs> I think that's that's still in the definition of passionate kissing. But um, again, I'll say that this isn't just my... This isn't my definition. This is what I researched from general conference talks. And I'll have to find the specific one I'm thinking about. That way we can add in the reference. I can put in the reference at the end, I guess. But I remember there was one conference talk somewhere, like I had to dig up, that said passionate kissing equals French kissing, arousing kissing, necking equals making out. So we'll find that. And maybe we'll just put it on the Facebook page or something. So, there are your definitions. Passionate kissing equals French kissing or arousing kissing. Necking equals making out. Especially hickeys. No hickeys. And chastity is aligning your sexual will with God's plan for sexuality. What's the difference between necking and passionate kissing? Sounds like the same thing. Yeah, basically is. I think they were just reiterating... In case maybe you didn't know what necking was, like I didn't know what necking was. But some people, I think when people think necking or making out, they also think of like hands everywhere or something. Yeah, I was under the impression that necking was like, I mean, you have it here. But I was under the impression it was like giving each other hickeys and kissing on necks and like feeling each other up i think that's what people think of for making out isn't that the definition of making out nowadays i thought making out was just a lot of kissing no that would be passionate kissing i think making out usually involves hands anyway anyway so that's it for our very special definitions episode We'll do some more later on with other definitions of words you should know, maybe. I feel like we should say something about you're not horrible people because you're all making out. 
<laughs> there is repentance. <laughs> I don't know what to say. The strength of youth says not to do it. It's really hard, I'd say. I mean, I'll go ahead and say God's plan for sexuality has been instilled in us. They call it instinct to have sexual desires because it is. So it is going to be hard not to, you know, French kiss and make out and whatnot. But it's not something we're supposed to be doing before we're married. And if you feel guilty that the purpose of guilt is to bring us to repentance, that's the facts. I guess I would just say along these lines that definitely it's something that's really common, um, especially, I mean, outside of the church, obviously, but but within the church is still really common. Um, but it's definitely something, like Carrie said, that we should try to avoid, um, even if you're just thinking about it, you know, not from, from a keeping the law of chastity standpoint, but just from a relationship standpoint, once you start making out and and getting into that, your relationship tends to kind of devolve into being about that. At least, I think for a lot of guys, that's the case. So if you're looking to have a good, strong relationship with somebody that you actually like, then that's not something you need to really be getting into too much or at all um, because that'll come along later. You're trying to get to know them for who they are and you don't need to kiss them and make out to know that. And I, that made me think of another aspect of chastity. I mean, it it's included in the definition I shared earlier that aligning your sexual will with God's plan for sexuality. But... um. When we think of chastity, we shouldn't just think of it as actions that we can or cannot do. It's also about how we're thinking about it, how often you're thinking about it. Um, really, I guess it's about it's about aligning your will. So you shouldn't be fighting it so much as converting yourself to the ideas and the truths of that law of chastity. It's internal as well as external. And that's it. Go get you some dates, but don't go crazy. If you'd enjoyed this episode, don't forget to head over to our Facebook page, LDS Dating, and leave us a comment or send us a message with any questions you have for us. You can also send us an email at ldsdatingpodcast at gmail.com. 